welcome to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Belchoff, and I am grateful you're here with me today. Thank you for being a part of this journey. This podcast is a labor of love for me, and it is all about showing up and sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. And we can do so much more when we are together than we ever could by ourselves. Which is why there is also a community space that goes along with this podcast. It is a place for you to show up exactly as you are. You'll be seen, you will be heard, and you'll be deeply loved. I would love for you to come on and hang out over there. It is completely off of social media. It is a sacred, beautiful space. You can learn more about it in the link below or on my website, jenniferbeltop.com. Now, guys, I cannot, cannot believe it, but we are in the middle of November. And I don't know about you, but I feel like this year went by in the blink of an eye. Yet at the same time, I also feel that, gosh, it's, I don't even remember what January was like. <laughs> I don't know about you. I try to think back to what I was doing in January. It was the month where we told my nieces and nephews that I was going to have a baby, which is really exciting. It was a quiet month. I mean, January is always pretty quiet for me. We were hunkering down a bit, not really going anywhere or doing much. And it feels like a lifetime ago. It absolutely does. Emma has been here for four months now, and I cannot believe she's already so big yet at the same time. I cannot believe that these four months have passed so quickly. You know, time is just absolutely fleeting and wild. And I wanted to start today as we're thinking about time and how it's passing so quickly with just a moment of pause, a pause to recognize that in a month and a half, we're going to be stepping into a brand new year. And I think of all the intentions I had for this year, the things I said I was going to do that I never (laughs) followed through with, the things that I did follow through with, and I'm so grateful that I have, and just everything in between. In the beginning of year, I feel like we always show up with all of these ideas and these thoughts and these things, right? Of thinking that we have this brand new slate to start. But one thing to remember is you have that brand new slate every day, every moment. You do not have to wait until January 1st for that to roll around. If there is something burning in your heart, something you want to begin, you can do it right now. You don't need to wait for a special moment because now is the most special moment, right? Now it's, you're never going to get another now. It passes and it's gone. So take advantage of it. Use it. Really, really sink into it. And as we are in this moment of pause, I want to pull a card from my angel oracle deck just to give us something to ground into. What is the message that we need to hear today, in this moment, right now? And the message that comes up through the cards is creative project. Oh, as I'm saying, 
If there's something you want to begin, just begin it. How incredibly perfect. Your soul longs to express itself in creative ways. We're guiding you to infuse artistry and creativity into your life. Creative expression makes you feel alive and excited and reignites passion toward your life. Mm, Just breathe that in for a moment. Creativity really is at the heart of so many things that we do. Is there a project, a little something that's burning inside of you that you want to begin? Something you want to say a great big yes to, but you've been afraid to. Afraid for whatever reason, afraid that you don't know how to begin. You don't know what to do if it actually does become successful. It feels too big and scary to actually say yes to it. Whatever it is, say that yes. We are only here once in our lifetime, right? Only once. I've been thinking a lot lately about how, at the core, I am very much the same person I have always been. That has not changed. I don't think that ever will change. Like there's just that core piece about me that is always going to be me. But then what happens in life, what happens to all of us, is that we grow and we expand and we become. And it happens as we learn new things. As we meet people, we go on adventures, we see things that we never thought were out there before. Our world expands. When loss happens, we are shifted, right? Completely shifted in ways that we never expected. When people enter our life, also we are shifted. Shifted by their energy and their presence and what it is they're bringing into your world. For the very first time in my life, I have a brand new title. A mom. That's something... That was never a part of me before. And it's not taking away from anything that I was before this, but it's adding to it. It's enhancing it. But what I'm seeing as I'm stepping into this role is that things are going to shift. There are certain things that I had to say no to because my priority shifted. What came first was Emma. Oh, I really, really wanted to attend Lucky Star Art Camp this year. It was their 10th anniversary, and it looked amazing. But what, what really, what I had to do was I had to stay home with my sweet baby girl. And yes, I totally missed out on being there. But I also loved the time that I got to spend with Emma. And that time is fleeting, and it doesn't last forever. She will only be this small for so long. And so even though there are some things that are kind of getting put on the back burner, I'm putting them on the shelf and you know I'll I'll get to them a little bit later. The one thing I want to keep close is to not lose who I am. Have you ever felt that you lost yourself? That you lost your way? That maybe outside influences different things that happened in your life shifted you 
and not in a way that you wanted it to. But you kind of just had to roll with it and be in that place for that moment. Life is this incredible journey. And we are traveling down paths we don't even know are there. And sometimes we will lose our way. And it took me a really long time to find sturdy ground to really know who I am. What is it that fuels me? What is it that absolutely are my non-negotiables? And it's funny because they have always been there, but I never paid attention to them. And one for sure has always been writing. That has been a part of me ever since I can remember. I used to love the birthday cards more than I love the gift. It was the words that I wanted to read. Holding that piece of paper in my hand made me so happy. And that hasn't changed. I am still a lover of cards and a lover of words. And showing up on the page is my saving grace. It is absolutely what gets me through. And as I'm stepping into motherhood and realizing that I don't have all the time that I had before. And the time that I do have is different now. You know, it's not like these huge chunks of time, but rather smaller little increments where I have to figure out, all right, what am I going to do? Am I going to choose to get the laundry done? Or am I going to choose to show up for myself? Because I can't do both. We can only be in so many places at once, right? And that's one single place. And so that's kind of where I've been struggling. Where do I show up? And how do I show up? This week, I sat outside on the porch with Emma. And I pulled out my nopa and my cards. It was a beautiful morning. The weather was fabulous. And I was thinking, I could say to her to do these things. And I could tell her it's important to show up for yourself. It's important to take time. It's important to nourish. But unless I am truly living it, being that example, she's not going to get it. She needs to see me be the one doing lead by example. And so I thought, you know what? That is it. I need to pull out my journal right with her right here. Yes, she is so small and she's not getting it. But having this practice where she sees that I am taking time for me, where she sees that I'm not sacrificing my own well-being, my own health. Rather, I'm making it a priority. And that doesn't mean that you need to kind of ditch anything else that needs to happen, right? Like the laundry is still getting done. Still figuring out what to make for dinner. All right, not always. Maybe it's takeout, but right? Figuring it out. That doesn't mean I can't take five minutes to sit with my notebook, to pull a card, to be in the moment of the beautiful weather. And that's where I am, trying to live in this space of living by example, not just saying, 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 but really doing it myself. Because in doing it myself, 
I'm coming home. I'm not going down this dead end path where I'm just putting it out there. But I'm being deep in the moment and really leaning into it. And oh, that's what we need. That's really, truly what we need. The other week I shared on here how I wanted to get back into my morning routine. One thing that was holding me back was setting that alarm in the morning. Because then it's waking up others around me and I didn't want to, I didn't want to do that. And so I did find on Amazon a band that I can wear at night and I can set alarms on it so that it just vibrates. I used it for the very first time this morning and I got to say, I mean, I only used it once, but I love it. It was actually really peaceful waking up to the vibration as opposed to like a jarring sound. I felt like I woke up happier. And when my alarm will usually go off, you know, and I have the sound pretty low, but I feel like I'm quickly trying to fumble to get it to turn it off so that, you know, no one else has to hear it. But this was like, oh. This vibration on my arm. Now I'm up. I got it. And so I'm going to look to use that every day and have that be the way that I wake up. And to take back my mornings. To get back into the routine that nourishes me. And that consists of being up before the rest of the house. Being in that quiet, turning on my twinkle lights, lighting my candles. Movement, getting in that movement. Because when I do it in the morning, oh my goodness, I feel so accomplished right away. It's this huge thing checked off my to do list. And not only is it just this thing checked off my to do list, but it's something that gives me energy. It clears my mind, it makes me feel good. And if I'm doing it in the morning, I feel so accomplished. So getting back into that routine. Sitting down with my journal, pulling cards, and really just taking a moment in the morning to do something for me before I jump onto my phone and start aimlessly scrolling. And I don't know if this is just me, but many times in the morning, that's the first thing that I have been doing. I'm in bed, I pick up my phone, scroll, scroll, scroll. It is numbing my mind. It is not making me start the day feeling great. No. There's no inspiration to it. There's nothing that's lighting me up. Why, why am I starting like that? The time goes by quickly and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my goodness, I've been sitting in the bed for half of an hour doing this. You know what I could have gotten done in half of an hour? So much. Get out of bed. <laughs> Get going. And so really being mindful of how often I am going onto social media and doing this mindless scroll. Rather than do that, choosing to pick up a book, go for a walk, just sit outside and silence anything. Anything except the mindless scrolling. Work on these creative projects that are brewing inside my heart. Things that I really want to bring to you in 2023. Because it's time for us to level up. 
to really live at our highest potential, to take ourselves to where we are, to where we want to be. And we can do that. And we can do it easier when we do it together, right? We absolutely can. And so that is something huge that I want to do for 2023 is bring certain offerings to you to bring more guests to the podcast, to travel, to allow myself space to grow and become into whatever this next version of myself is going to be. And so as the leaves have really kind of fallen off the trees around here, I'm thinking about all the things that I need to let go of that I don't have to carry with me in 2023. And a lot of that has to do with my own self-doubt. Because I think that is one of the things that I struggle the most with, is doubting myself, doubting my worth, doubting what it is I'm bringing into the world. And enough of that, right? Enough of that talk. It's time for us to speak with the kindest of voices to ourselves, to show up with love and compassion. And realize that this time that we have is fleeting. And there's absolutely no reason to spend it beating ourselves up. And it feels like, yeah, we have so much more time to the end of the year, but I know I'm going to blink my eye and all of a sudden it's going to be here. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready (laughs) to say goodbye to 2022. I want to take a look back and see what are the lessons that I learned. And going through pregnancy, there has definitely been a lot of lessons learned. One in particular is that compassion for myself. Because as my body changed and morphed and became, as I grew a tiny human, I showed up with so much compassion. There wasn't judgment in the growth of my size. There was love and amazement. And I want to live in that state of love and amazement. Right? Don't you? And I know there are many, many more lessons tucked in there that just need to kind of be excavated. And so that's what I'm going to be doing over the next couple of weeks is really looking back on all that 2022 brought me. What are the lessons learned? What are the the pockets of time that I don't want to forget. And where do I go from here as I am stepping into this new life? Where am I going? What is really, truly important to me in this moment? What are my non-negotiables? One thing I just recently signed up for, which I'm very excited about, I've always been very intrigued by ceremony. I love the way that ceremony has this ability to ground us. And when I look at my morning routine, it is, it is very much a ceremony. It is me sitting down in front of my altar, lighting my candles, reading a few words, pulling out my journal, pulling those cards. And it's done in this rhythm that feels familiar, that reminds me of who I am, 
and where I am in the world. And I think when we come together as humans and gather in circle, having that ceremony to bring us together kind of helps to open the door and allow our hearts to to be more vulnerable, to be seen. So many times I have sat in circle with other women and it has been the biggest gift being in that little sacred ceremonial space of us sharing and listening and being. And it's in those places where I see we are way more alike than we ever realize. And that our hearts are deep. But yet there's also deep hurt and deep joy living side by side with each other. But if we don't take the time to be in that ceremony, if we are just continuing to run from one thing to the next, we miss out on this opportunity for connection. We miss out on these moments where we can allow ourselves to put our guard down and really be present and really examine what's in our hearts. And so I've been intrigued very much by cacao ceremonies and this act of sitting in circle, drinking this elixir, really being present with your body, really being present with who you are and with those that you are sitting in circle with. And so in December, I'm going to be going to a ceremony, but prior to that, I'm taking sort of like a mini training to really learn more about it, to dive a bit deeper into it. And I'm very excited about it because I think this is bringing me closer to who I am, to what really brings me life in this world. And sometimes when it comes to things like this, the reason I feel I haven't stepped deeper into it sooner is because it's one of those things that it's not widely accepted, right? We live in this world where there are certain thoughts and expectations of, you know what, you need to show up to your job, nine to five, you need to work, pay your bills, you know, do all the things. And we're kind of conditioned that that's the way life is supposed to be. Yet there are so many other things that this life holds. And for me, when it comes to tuning into your intuition, showing up to the page, sitting in circle with others, those are the things that absolutely enhance my life. And they take it into this deeper realm. Being in community, one of the main reasons why I started Soul Circle, so that we could be in community with each other, so that we have a place that we can show up in and feel really good about. One where you don't need to be anyone other but yourself. Where your passions and excitements can live, and not only live, but they're celebrated. And I think that's what we really need to do in life, is celebrate each other's passions, celebrate each other's excitement. What is it that's bringing life to you? And be really, truly honest about it. 
because it might be something that you think, oh my God, if I tell someone this, they're going to laugh. And those, those, my goodness, are the things the world needs. They need, need them. We put less value in them personally, but they hold so much value. And we need to recognize that and give them the light and air and space that they deserve. So I don't know what will come out of attending my first cacao ceremony and going to this training, but I am really excited about it, excited to explore something new, to take myself a little bit out of my comfort zone because, you know, it's different. I've never done it before. I really don't know what to expect. So I am a little bit nervous in that area, but I'm open, open to where my heart might go from there, open to what new ideas might blossom, what inspirations might come out of it. And just allowing myself to go with no expectations, but the simple thought of experiencing something new. And that's a gift. It's a gift to be able to have an experience that is new. To have the courage to show up, to be really present and allow yourself, you know, almost that space to make a fool of yourself because you don't know what you're doing. To be a beginner. Mm. How many times in your life have you been a beginner at something? So many, right? And how did it feel? Oh my goodness. Uncomfortable. <laughs> Absolutely, right? Absolutely uncomfortable. But in that beginning, there is growth. In that beginning, there is a leveling up. There is this opening of your heart and your mind to new ideas and new things. And it can only lead to something you might never, ever thought was there before. And so here we are, kind of finding our way at the end of the year, really looking back and being reflective. But not reflective with, mm, how do we say, like judgment. There's no need to have that judgment lens on. It's really doing it with eyes of love and compassion. Being an observer, a detective, and just taking in all the facts. What are the facts from your year this year? Make a list. Make a list of all those facts. Some of my facts include, oh, big things, right? Becoming a mom, watching my body grow and evolve and grow new life, taking a step away from work for a little bit and seeing what that felt like, preparing for somebody to cover for me at work and really trying to set them up for success so that they will be able to be present in the moment. Gaining deeper connections with some of my friends and family as I entered into this new world of motherhood. Going on adventures with Dustin and savoring our final moments before life did change for us forever. 
seeing how now that life has shifted for us, that there is a need for more nurturing in my relationship with him. Seeing how I have grown in so many incredible ways, but yet there's also this other growth that I want to continue to do. I don't want to stop growing. And so there are so many facts from this year. What are your facts? What have happened? Just get it down. Put it all down so that you can see it and reflect upon it. And then once you have all of them listed, you can really see what are those lessons learned and where do I want to go next year? Not even next year, this next moment of your life. Like I said, we don't need to wait until the clock strikes January 1. We can begin whatever it is we want to begin right now. Like our angel card told us, that creative project, right? You don't need to wait for permission. You can really ditch the procrastination. Maybe you want to enroll in a class, you know. Maybe you want to really work on what your life purpose is and your meaningful endeavors that you kind of want to take on. And really, don't worry about what that actually fully, totally looks like. But simply take the leap. Take the leap into those avenues of creative expression that are calling you and know that you're being guided. And it doesn't matter if, you know, it's market ready. That's not what this is about. It is absolutely a journey and it's allowing that inner artist of yours to enjoy this freedom of expression and see where that takes you. And so find your way back to yourself if you feel that you've lost yourself. And if you don't feel like you've lost yourself, give yourself space to really stand a little bit taller in who you are and appreciate that person that's standing before you. Mm. Shouldn't we all just do that? Appreciate that person that is looking at us in the mirror with so much love and affection. I am grateful, grateful, grateful to have you here with me for another episode. I love being able to show up in front of this microphone and know that you are on the other end. I would love to hang out with you in the Soul Circle community. Please come over and be a part of that. And I will be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have a wonderful week and dive into that creative project, whatever it is. And come tell me about it because I really want to hear about it. Sending you a giant hug and we will talk soon. Mm-hmm.